I was a lonely roly poly boy watching Quincy. Hello. Hey, Marilyn. How are you? Good morning, Dan. How are you? Sounds seems early over there. Oh, it's so early. <laughs> I talked about this with my lady friend this morning. Yeah. Yes. Yes. As we scurried to get our child to school, I was saying, you know, I love this new recording time in almost every way, except that it now it denies me my um, my usual. Uh, Your const- constitutional. It denies me my usual constitutional. I like to take a brisk walk with two walking sticks. One to strike the children with. One to make a point to that man at the coffee place who gives me the stink eye. There you I go. I denied my usual amount of Tuesday morning prep time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, so I need to, I need, I haven't, my workflow has not uh, uh, adapted to that yet. Streetcar. Uh, but I think it'll be fine. I got a few things. Do you got anything? Uh, only, only one, only one okay, thing. Don't tell, save it for the show. Okay. So you're doing good? Yeah, I'm all right. My pants are wet. Mm-hmm. Cause it rained. Unusual. Well, you know, in San Francisco, we subject everyone to the news of our weather. Yeah. Cause it's, it's so generally, it's basically either an earthquake or just 52 degrees. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, did anybody feel that? It's 53 today. <laughs> Whoa. I felt that. Yeah. I'm in Alameda and I felt that. So it rained and I, I walked my daughter to school and I got rained on. So I guess I got to wash my pants now. It is October. Rabbit, rabbit. You're rabbit. supposed to say that that's supposed to be the first thing you say when you wake up on the first day of a new month. I am um, superstitious. Hmm. I don't know if it makes a difference, but I always make a point of doing it. And I'm still alive. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so far, everything's coming up Millhouse. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry. It's very early. I want to close this. You know, I'm using the OmniFocus again. I mean, I've been using OmniFocus. I didn't know I've that. Said, well, as I've said before, and this is not a slag, I, I've just sought out some simpler means than the OmniFocus uh, world of sphere. But uh, boy, the new version is so cool and pretty, and they've made such interesting changes that I'm giving it uh, another throw. Um, and you know the TickTick app that I've been using? TickTick. It's fun to say, say it. Tick 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 tick. It's fun. It's fun to say when you're doing Siri. Add this to tick tick. We have uh, a, we have a fun game we play at home where we'll we'll say words or names that seem offensive that uh, that are actually okay to say. That like the tick tick reminds me of the dick dick, which is a little deer. Thompson stick dick. It's adorable. We also uh, will frequently say dick buttkiss. <laughs> which is oh, never stops being funny it was funny 40 years ago it's funny now i used to work with a guy named bobadinsky <laughs> not a cool name yeah there was a guy that came to measure countertops in the first home that i owned in the early 90s whose last name was backfish backfish is a terrific name i, knew a, name. I knew a i knew a dick phallus <laughs> no you did not first name richard last name phallus no <laughs> way do not believe you yep, yep, yep. i'm not saying you're lying but i know that's not true it's not a ph it's not from the greek it's uh, a phallus, F-A-L-L-I-S. That's a family name, I guess. What should we name the boy? Shall we name him Robert? <laughs> no. Shall we call him Sarah? I think not. You shall be Dick. Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus. So after Bum-bum-bums. I showed my son all three of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Oh, you finished, you finished the third one? Lo- he loved it. Loved them all. He said, are there any more Batman movies? I said, yes, but not worth he said, well, I, w- I think I want to watch the ones you watched when you were in college, high school and college. You didn't like the college. first 
I like the very first one with Jack Nicholson. I don't know if he would like it. I don't know if it holds up, but he wants to see it. So we're going to, we're going to watch it, but I'm not looking forward to it. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to try and talk anybody out of anything, but I was, I was excited to rewatch it after many years. Cause you uh-huh. remember that when it came out, I remember very clearly summer of 89, I believe I think it was the summer of do the right thing. It was the summer uh-huh. of Batman. It mm-hmm. was my summer of hip hop. <clears throat> it was a terrific summer. Um, Sarasota, Florida, 1989. Um, but I remember feeling, oh gosh, this is so fresh and so Tim Burton and so like wild. Yeah. And like people hadn't, I mean, I was not reading comics at all at the time. Uh-huh. I was utterly unaware of this new, uh, what would you call it? I don't know what age they call it, but I was not aware of the whole Watchmen, Dark right. Knight, right. whatever, you know, stuff at the time. And I remember it seemed really fresh and fun. It feels, it, it feels a little silly and a little dated. Mm-hmm. It's a little silly and a little dated. But still but enjoyable? I, Keaton, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, he might really like it. He because might really I, like it. It's, it's very iconic. Like, think yes, about, like, yes. when, you know, give me the mirror. Like, it's very iconic. See, I absolutely love Tim Burton and all of his films, uh, especially uh, the ones from, from that, what I would say, the core Tim Burton time period, which is going to be Beetlejuice and Batman and Nightmare Before Pee-wee. Christmas. And yes. And, and so... Like for me, that that world that he created, I feel like Wes Anderson wouldn't exist if Tim Burton hadn't set the stage for we're going to do something totally wacky and different in in this mm-hmm. space. And like the show Maniac, which is a recommendation on on Netflix, for me that feels very much like a cross between. And I, I apologize because I forget the name of the director of The Fifth Element, but uh, oh, uh, Luke Besson. Yes, thank you. Um, Maniac feels like a Wes Anderson movie. Uh, if Luc Besson directed, did I get it. that right? Did I get it right? I think so. But it very much feels like a murder with a little little dash of Brazil thrown in. Um, oh yeah, it's you know I, I really enjoy the fact that they have incredibly advanced technology that is that that is very much like what we had in the eighties with CRT screens and. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And th- and yet, you know, we know we're in an alternate world, but then the use of the everything, the way that it's set up, the way the sets are dressed, the details and all of that feels very Wes Anderson. And I, I'm enjoying that much more than I thought I would. I didn't know what to expect initially. I didn't think it was my thing, but uh, I've gotten kind of into it. Have you watched it? Mm-hmm. Um, up to um, just after the, uh, is it a lemur? A lemur. I'm, 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 well, I'm up to number wise. I'm up to around six or seven. Okay, okay, you're ahead of me. I'm only on maybe third or fourth month. Hmm. Have you gotten to the C, Have you gotten to C yet? Uh no, no. They just did B. Okay, cool. Um, just yeah, they're, they're boy, doing boy, B. Carrie uh, Carrie Fukunaga does that. You know him from uh, True Detective. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Hmm. He's a very interesting fella. And now I think, is, is he going to do James Bond? Is that him? Who's doing James Bond? Yeah, yeah, he's scheduled, so. he's scheduled to do James Bond. Um, yeah, it's a very interesting show. And I, I think uh, I think Emma Stone is so good in that. I, She's I like her great in it. I've Yeah, what what haven't I liked her in? I can't think of anything, but I like her in this. And I like I like the, the sense of humor that's brought to this. And it's been really interesting. I'm still, I'm not sure how the koala works or fits into everything the koala the chess playing koala 
<laughs> right. Like yeah. that's sort of a, like how does that, but I, I'm going along with it. Also, it reminded right. me a great deal of adaptation. You remember that movie, oh, yeah? N- the Nikki Nikki Cage uh, flick? Oh, the one with the the with the orchid orchid thief, the orchid yeah, thief. With, um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, what's her name, Susan Orlean book. Yeah, yes. That's uh, uh, now that's my boy. I believe that's Charlie Kaufman. Yes, absolutely. And you know how I feel about the Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's um along the lines of something like uh, God, it's so early. Pro. Uh, what's the one we watched on HBO with the family? Uh, I don't know. Succession. Succession. Yeah. Along along the lines of Succession. I mean, it's um, it's so so difficult today because every it feels like everything needs to be like ground shaking in its importance. <laughs> and Succession was merely like extremely good. Right. Right. <laughs> and I kind of feel that way with with Maniac. Where and I I also see it. I mean, I don't know if it's I, I don't know when it was shot or whatever, but it obviously reminds me a little bit of Legion and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And I, I'm in for those. Yeah. Kinds of absolutely. Stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, I, I, I feel I feel like there is a definite connection to Legion in some way to this too. I love it, and and some of the sets and the way that they have like the um, the little far, fake forest view. It, that's uh, and and the in the enclosed spaces feels very Legion like. I haven't watched season two of Legion, but it's partly why I think like why I was so wrapped watching Black Panther mm. in the theater. And it was, I just, I was so, I was ready to really love it, which helps. But also just like, it felt like almost everything they were, so much of what they were doing in that movie, even setting aside the actual, like sort of very interesting content about the antagonist and the protagonist and how you feel about, is this really a bad guy? That was all so well done. And the stuff about colonialism and just all that stuff was, there's so many layers, but just at the basic level, just like the role of the land and sand and like the importance of all of these they instead of just having a bunch of cgi fights which i think was easily the weakest part of the film was the cgi fights at the end but like just just the stuff with like when the at the very beginning when they've got the little like again you say that diorama of the trucks passing by Mm -hmm. and and the importance of like having to go lay in the sand bath and all that stuff and like i don't know or like when they stop the water flowing underwater like there's just so much in that movie that it just sparkles with fresh ideas about what you could do in a mainstream film and i i mean not just because you make it weird isn't going to make it good, but I'm definitely pulling for you if you're trying something different. Uh, that's always okay with me. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. One doesn't want to slag, but um, what did I watch last night? I watched, uh, I pre-ordered this and I got a pop-up that showed up. I watched, um, I think it's called Three Identical Strangers. And uh, um, it's very, I would say if you get a chance to watch it, don't learn anything about it and just go into it. Hmm. It's, it's, it's a pretty interesting movie. I stayed up a little too late watching that. Didn't watch base videos last night. I watched that. Um, yeah, it's a good time. We're lucky. It's an embarrassment of riches, Dan. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Is. yeah. Let's see what we got here. I have, I have, see, I got wet pants. You know, I got, I got a, I got a, a piece of, of feedback, um, and again, now that like so many things, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done much of my own due diligence on this, mm. but I wanted to offer something somewhere between a follow-up and an, and a, I don't, I don't mean this as exactly an apology, but an acknowledgement. Okay. And I've heard this from uh, one person in email and one person in person, somebody who came to the comics meetup, listened to that episode we did last week oh. and very, very sort of kindly took me to task about dark mode. 
because mm. he is a vision impaired person. Okay. And said, Hey, just so you know, like dark mode helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I don't know if it's meant to be like an accessibility or, you know, make your life better thing, but I've heard from at least a couple people who said, look, you know, you guys may not like dark mode from an aesthetic standpoint, but it's, it's supposedly uh, very useful for people who have uh, vision issues. So um, I guess I will say, I, I, I do apologize if, if it seemed like we were saying, you know, blind people shouldn't be able to use computers that I didn't mean that at all. And, and I think we, we, you know, I ended up thanking the guy for the update and I, I would be willing to learn more about it, but no, I, I, I didn't, I certainly didn't mean it that way. And I wasn't approaching it that way. Something I think probably uh, Zeldman said many years. I'm, if it wasn't Zeldman, it might as well have been. Said, you know, the thing about accessibility <laughs> is it's good for everybody. Yeah, there's nobody harmed by accessibility right. improvements. Right. Um, and it's it it really to be candid. I mean, I'll use the p word. It's a certain kind of privilege to walk around and access, act like accessibility is this thing that just this minority of weirdos needs. Like everybody needs it. Right. If Zeldman hadn't gotten uh, gotten us the uh, the Jesus about doing better markup. Back in the days of Jaws readers, I mean, think about how much stuff, think about how quickly the web developed just on the basis of well-formed HTML. There's so much stuff that we could not do today if we were still doing, you know, salad bar markup with all kinds of junk and, and breaks because that's all what we could hack together. You know what I'm saying? Like when you read that, or- well, it used to be an orange book. When you read the orange book and it just says, look, this really makes sense. N- name your images this way. Put them in this kind of folder. I still mm-hmm. have a folder called I mm-hmm. that I use yeah, for images. That's, his, that's all that Zeldman him. right there. That's all Zeldman. But like, but he did it and he did it so, uh, I mean, hats off to that guy. Whenever that book came out, I want to say probably 2003. It was such a revelation because we all felt this guilt in our heart that we were making Dave Weiner sad when our HTML didn't validate. <laughs> but he provided a really lucid way of saying, look, if you do your HTML right, here's your first benefit. It's going to be so much more readable. It's going to be so much more easy to deal with if you're consistent in how you do these things. But then another great thing happens. If you do your HTML right, you're going to be able to leverage CSS in this incredibly non-hacky way. Mm. And then you get people like Doug Bowman who come along and who can do just magic yeah. with CSS. Yeah. Remember when he, on, on Stop Design, when he first made it so that when you're in different areas of the site, it was different colors and it was all done with CSS? I sure do. You can't do that with bad markup. And then the, the benefit inside of all of that is, hey, look, also, you, there are people in your life that you know whose life is going to get so much better if you get your HTML squared away. Because they're going to be able to use, use the web you know, the way that you get to use it already because of your privilege. Now, you know, why don't we all do each other proper? So anyway, to my friends who wrote about that, thank you for telling me about that. I did not mean to seem uh, either ableist or unkind about that. I just don't like the way dark mode look. I th- looks. I think it looks like dookie, but I'm extremely glad if it does anything to help people. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, for the, for, <clears throat> for the record, I don't, I don't get the impression. I certainly didn't mean, and I didn't get the impression for you from you that you were saying it's dumb. It shouldn't be there. I think your comment was, and mine was too for me this is couldn't be worse as it is from where i sit here at this table i stole from college Uh um i i I think it's ugly and either incompletely and or poorly implemented Mm -hmm. it feels rushed um and i'm sure it'll improve but um i was just (laughs) sometimes it's fun to go back and watch the introduction of uh the iphone and uh, we were talking about this in our Do By Friday little chat channel. And uh, Max was like, look at the way, like, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember the way people oohed and awed? One thing above all else, the scrolling. Mm. The first time Steve went flippa, flippa. And it was so smooth. Yeah. 
on a phone like that. Th- there's two things I really re- to remember from that presentation. Well, I, I remember him saying, you know, it's actually three devices. That was very clever. I remember that flicking, and I remember the New York Times coming up on the phone, and it w- it looked like the New York Times. Yes, it was an uncompromised version. Can you imagine the person hours that went into back then and whatever and probably what starting what two thousand three four five whenever they were starting to develop that? Can you imagine what in what went into like making a regular old garden variety web page look good on a phone? Young people gather around the hearth. That did not used to be the case. I I, I came up and came into this stuff during the age of WAP and the Palm Seven and stuff like that. And believe me, the web did not look like that on a phone back yeah, then. Yeah. So why am I saying that? Well, I mean. I would like to see that same kind of wow factor with dark mode. I would like to see something that isn't simply just in, I know it's not simply inverted and now I'm carrying on, but I'm saying, I wish I had that same wow feeling as seeing the New York times on a phone, that kind of implementation where you go, geez, Louise, you guys really sweated this. And now today, like our our beloved uh, reader, the reader mode or whatever, Mm -hmm. like all that kind of stuff, again, all benefiting from good HTML. You go to a crap site, it will not have a reader view because it doesn't know how to do it. So that's all. That's all. But I, I, and I, I, and you're nice to say that, except, uh, if I did say that, I, I, and I didn't mean it, I do apologize though, because I I certainly didn't mean it that way. And I'm, you know, one thing you can really put in Apple's column is it does seem like they do want to make this stuff. They want to make it secure. Um, they want to make it reliable and they want to make it to every extent possible accessible. Mm -hmm. And I, I take off my hat to that. still don't have it on this here main machine. And I think I will hold off for a while. Okay. Getting the Mojave. I only have really one machine and I am running it. And uh, for the fellow Rails developers out there, uh, as usual, I was very worried about upgrading to a new operating system because typically it breaks mm-hmm. everything from the development standpoint. Uh, I've definitely had updates where i would go into it thinking all right you know let's let's see i'm ready i'm ready for this and i would back up back up back yeah, up back up <laughs> and i would run right. the upgrade and everything would be great and then i would start to try to do rails development or run the apps that i've been working on and they just wouldn't start because everything would be broken behind the scenes i can tell you that i i did not find that this this time i went from sierra i never never installed high sierra on this machine i went directly from sierra to mojave and it was fine and everything just worked. And I've been on it now for, I guess, more than a week yeah. uh, or two weeks or whenever, whenever it came out. And uh, it's been just fine. And I haven't had to do anything. I did update Xcode uh, the minute after I installed Mojave, but uh, it's been, everything's been fine and compiling things and running the apps and things like that have been just fine. So, uh, yeah. 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 I, and I, I mean, another hats off to Apple is that like, um, I've stopped, I don't get, I feel like when you're doing, when you're, when you're a civilian or a non-journalist or just a regular snork like me, I think it is really smart to be advisable about when you choose to jump in on a beta. And I, 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 I tend to really look at, is there a G whiz thing that I'm just dying to see mm-hmm. something like, honestly, Memoji, let's be honest, something that was really cute yeah. and fun. Yeah. That you would just want to mess I, around with. But I also try to pause a minute when I'm looking at those features and go like, okay, like, do I really need this to do my stuff? Do I really need this to run my life? Mm-hmm. Do I need, do I really, what I benefit from this new thing? So I always try to keep that in mind. And more often than not, that's just not the case. 
with an OS, Mac OS update. I, I, there's very rarely, and I, I believe me, I've learned my lesson. I, I, I borked my computer so bad oh. at a terrible, terrible time. Yeah. And I guess it was almost completely my fault, probably kind of, which was that this is probably 2009. Cause I remember the project I was working on and 2009 or 2010, I'd been running a beta like an idiot. And then there was something that happened with one of the updates where there was like some directory that remained that shouldn't remain. There was something that didn't get moved and you would never know like where it was. It was along the lines of almost like having a corrupt font, the kind of thing where it's the last place that you would look. And my computer was so, so screwed up and I was so mad and I don't have anyone to blame but myself. I, all in the service of saying, when I hopped on like the, I want to say the first or probably the second beta, Mm -hmm. second beta, Mm -hmm. third beta, but very early with iOS 12, good, good on Apple. I mean, it's, it was just real solid the whole time. It's still real solid. I only, I'm only getting like one bug I'm aware of right now on the 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 public current live iOS 12 that I think other people are getting too. But apart from that, it's going really, really good. It's a very, very good update, I think. That bug being that when I go to settings, mm-hmm. sometimes I can't search in settings. And I am way addicted to search. You, start, you spend a lot of time searching in settings? I don't like clicking around in settings. So if I've um, just configured or reconfigured a phone and I want to make sure it's backing up right, I don't want to even have to remember where backup is. Mm -hmm. I just want to type in Mm B-A-C-K-U and have it pop up and I can hit it. Um, And that works somewhat intermittently. But apart from that, I'm happy. I'm a happy boy. You seem happy. I I feel happy. It's kind of early, but I I feel good. I feel good. Um, do, 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 do you want to talk about something that you like? Oh yeah. I'll tell you all about Squarespace. You know, we were Squarespace. just, we were just sitting here talking about upgrading our computers and uh, remember we used to have to make the HTML by hand. I remember when we used to do that, but you know, here they take all the stress out of it for you, Merlin. Mm-hmm. They make it easy mm-hmm. to do. They no want, stress. you want to go make a website and you do want to do it without any stress. It's go. like, well, if you were a jogger, would you make your own shoes? Why would I make my own shoes? I want to jog. Don't make your own shoes. Just jog. Am I a shoemaker or am I a jogger? Ask yourself. If you're, if you're a chef, uh, are you going to make your own cutting board? Are you going to cast your own pans? What are you, a monster? Am I a, a chef or am I a monster? Do I not bleed when I'm cut? Am I a surgeon or an engineer? <laughs> I'm a blue movie. I'm a... I'm a Squarespace, Dan. <laughs> Squarespace it is. They let you do pretty much anything you want to do on the web. You want to make a website, that's what, they're, that's what they're there for. You can do anything with that website. You can upload your beautiful images that you've taken. You can update. You can have this be the landing page for you on the internet, promoting all the stuff that you do. You can sell stuff, whether it's physical goods, in which case... Their e-commerce solution tells you things like how much your customers are going to pay for shipping. They can pick their own shipping provider, for example, and say, oh, you know what? I want, I want this to be delivered UPS. It'll give them a price. It'll tell you how much the thing weighs. It's amazing what they've built into it. They don't talk enough about that. That's why I always try and no. mention it because it's a they're, really they're, wonderful they're very solution. Humble, very humble. But most people think of them as, I, I want to go and make a beautiful website, and you can do that. And you can do it without knowing HTML or CSS. You can do it and completely customize the website that you're building 
with just little sliders and little toggles. And it's fun to go in there and start and you pick a template and you say, this is the one I want to use. And you, you customize it and you make it look cool. Here's the other cool thing is, I don't know about you, Merlin, but after mm-hmm. I've looked at a website for a long time, for a year or more, you think, you know what? I want it to look different. I want to redesign this. Well, what do you have to do? You got to hire someone to spend $50,000. No, you just pick a different template. And this is the cool thing about the way Squarespace works. When you want, if you want to redesign your whole site, you pick one of these amazing templates that they have and you, you start tweaking it and customizing it. That doesn't affect your existing site until you click they the talk, button. I don't think they talk about that enough. No, because it's, well, it doesn't seem possible. Because you, you can preview what it's going to look like. Yeah. You can try on, it's like putting on a jacket. You can just try all these different looks and see if you like the way your, your content looks. But it's all styled all in the same beautiful, consistent way, and you don't have to you don't have to noodle with anything. Love it. And they have great customer support if you ever have a question. And they have a special URL for our listeners, squarespace.com slash it's your show. You'll get a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code it's your show, and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website. Now they also do domain name registrations. You can get just the domain, you can get the domain when you get your site. They've got over 200 domain name extensions to choose from. So even if you're like, oh, I just want to go grab a domain, try Squarespace. You know, use that code, it's your show, and you'll save 10% off the, uh, the website or the domain. And just visiting squarespace.com slash it's your show lets them know that you're listening. And it doesn't take too much of your time and uh, it, it helps keep the show going. So go check it out. And we appreciate the ongoing support of Squarespace.com. Thanks, Squarespace. Buck, buck. Ah, as I think of it, mm. I actually, I haven't, I may have an anecdote Ooh. that's related to something that if it's not a bug, it's a really weird feature. Okay. But a very, very funny thing happened to me yesterday. It's funny now. It was not funny yesterday. Um, have we, I feel like, have we, we must've talked about this here. I know I've talked about this with Syracuse, but are are you a fine, find my friends family? Uh, like, like, do you, do you like, stalk each other full time on find my friends? No, no. Well, if, if you are a find my friends family, which we are, and we, I mean, we no longer, we very rarely say to one another, okay, I'm on my way home because all three of us, the three of us are exactly the three people that the three of us follow on find my friends. Right. So I can see where my daughter's phone is. I can see where my wife's phone is and I can see when she's leaving work. And that's my, my signal to like, Oh, I better like finish tidying up the house before right. she gets home. Right. That you kind don't, of thing. Don't, don't leave a, a pigsty for her to come rolling in and it's a pigsty. She works, she works for a living. That's yeah. the least I could do is not have the place be gross. But so, so here's some facts you need to know that we are a find my friends family. Another fact you need to know is that I like to, and try to, uh, take at least a short nap almost every day, mm-hmm. usually about half an hour, sometimes longer. Uh, it helps me a lot. And uh, I, I, I no longer feel the shame. I like taking a nap. I have lunch. I watch some MSNBC and I take a nap. That's all the all thing. the cultures where they say that the people are the healthiest and they live the longest, almost all of them or maybe even all of them, there is napping involved in that. It's not for everybody, but my family knows I do this. Okay, so that's the second fact. A third fact you need to know is that I um, I pick up my daughter up in the afternoons. Every afternoon, I pick her up. Uh, at a time. And uh, yesterday, uh, so what happened yesterday? What happened yesterday was I said to myself, I says, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to have some lunch. I'm going to watch Nicole Wallace and, and I'm going to take a short nap. So I had, had lunch. I put on Nicole and I'm laying on the couch. And, and do you, you, know, you, don't, you don't happen to have an Apple watch on right now, do you? No, sir. I don't own one. Okay. So but I have a question can, about that later. Yeah, by all means. So here's what I do. I, I flick up from the bottom 
and I get that little control center thing where you can do stuff like turn off Wi-Fi. You can go to silent mode, theater mode. You can spit the water out. You know, all those little lozenges that let you do stuff. Okay. Now there's a fantastic feature uh, in iOS 12 for watchOS and, and iOS, uh, a fantastic feature that makes do not disturb so much better to me. It's something I've been craving forever. I'm sure I've asked for this on the show, but it's, it's, if you do this by the via the watch, especially it's so handy. If hmm. you click on the little moon, you can do this on your, on your phone too. Do it for you. Do a long press on the phone. Right. So, so we go to control center, do the long press on the moon. All right. And, uh, in, in the case, it's going to get a pop-up and it says, okay, do not disturb. Ah, for one hour have- until this evening, until I yeah. leave this location, schedule. Yeah, yeah. So like, for example, until a second ago, see, now it's going to ding because I turned it off. Uh, <laughs> uh, what I will often do, I love the one that says until the end of this event. So the, whatever the event I'm in, I'll frequently do until I leave here, until I leave my office. Now right? that, that, that implies, I guess, that you have created an event and it knows that it's going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. whatever suits you. But for nap time... What I do most days, because I don't want to hear the clatter of my friends whom I love texting all, all the time, um, I'll just click on the little moon and I'll say, do it for one hour. Now, as it happened yesterday, my five fingers hit the wrong thing, or maybe I was just going too fast, but right below the moon is the airplane. And I accidentally hit the airplane. Oh. And I went, oh, darn it. That's not what I want. And I hit it again to turn it off, turn off the airplane mm-hmm. on the watch. You with me so far? Yeah. And then I did, like a gentleman, click on the moon and say to please DND for one hour. Now, I don't know if this is just me. I don't know if this is a bug that other people get. I don't know if it's intended. Mm-hmm. But a funny here's a funny thing that happens. <laughs> a funny thing that happens is when you turn off airplane mode on your watch, yeah. pretty consistently for me, it does not turn it off on your phone. Oh. It's so just I, a watch, it's just a watch thing. <laughs> I, I well no, because here's the thing. When I hit it, when you hit airplane mode on your watch, it starts it on your watch and on your phone. When you turn off airplane mode on your watch, for me, it does not also turn it off on the phone. F- fast forward one hour and 10 mi- minutes. Okay. I hear the, it sounded, it sounded like antelope or zebras coming through the house. <laughs> this clatter. Dun, 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 dun. 13 steps, 13 more steps. Oh my God. It's my wife. And I'm all, I'm waking up. I'm going, huh? Huh? Oh my God. I thought you were dead. Oh no. (laughs) Because what had happened in that hour and 10 minutes is I guess maybe she texted me once just to say hi, but my daughter had texted me from school and said, I'm having kind of a bad day. Can you pick me up? Oh no. I didn't get that. My wife got that. My wife starts conversing with my daughter. My my wife is now experiencing the thing that's usually a hilariously my wife thing, which is for whatever reason, she goes off the map and doesn't report in. And I assume that she's in a ditch. Right. Of course. That's, it's totally, if you become a find my friends person, you know, this feeling and that's totally what happened. And she was so sweet. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're not dead. And I said, I'm like, I swear I'm not dead. I had some fun, took a nap. <laughs> that and which my, is almost the same thing. She was so inconsolable and then relieved uh, uh, and my daughter was so goddamn mad at me i heard about it for like an hour and a half that this had happened and i was like look i, I what, what did i do i was like mcnulty i'm like yeah. i just all i did was i just watched nicole wallace and laid down for a minute so i don't know if that's a bug but uh that's a weird it one seems, because you would think that if you're setting it that it's you're saying it should three set it voicemails everywhere three, vo- <laughs> three voicemails dozens of texts all caps 
I'm coming home. Because mm. <laughs> she thought I was dead. Oh, my God. Anyway, I love my wife. She's the best. Um, so I don't know if that's a bug. Maybe, uh, maybe work on that. And, uh, you know, don't email me. But it was weird. Um, but, but again, the actual, that, that actual feature. And now let me turn Do Not Disturb back on. I'm clicking. I'm saying until I leave here. It's a good watch. You've been enjoying yeah, it John, still. Still enjoying it. John Roderick got one. Oh, did he really? Yeah, you he know what? he had, That's right. He was asking me at great length about that, me and, uh, and a, another mutual friend that we have. And, um, and we didn't get to it on the show yesterday, but yeah, he's, he, he's rolled it out in production. He's okay. trying it without a phone. Ah. Yeah, my, my, I, I, this was after we finished recording last week, but I had said, look, here's the thing. I, I, you know, I know sometimes you and devices have a kind of funny relationship. I said, one thing to be aware of is that, you know, you to really leverage this thing, you're going to have to, you're going to have to really have a new relationship with Siri. If you have any relationship with Siri, maybe you've tried it seven times. Just be aware that when you're using your watch, your Apple watch, you're going to be using Siri for a lot of things. And if you're not using Siri for a lot of things, you're not really using the watch. Mm -hmm. I said, so please be aware like start using Siri so much more than you ever used to. You see where I'm going with this. D- don't, I would not say your first furtive attempt to use Siri should not be the day you strap on your LTE and go out in the world without your phone or you're going to lose your goddamn mind. Right? Because yeah. you got to learn what it's good at. You got to learn what it's pointless to ask. Yeah. I mean, you got to fun with it. Don't be afraid to use it. I have the, the, Top of the line, well, not top of the line, I don't have the stainless steel, but I have the brand newest, super nicest, incredibly capable, so good new Apple Watch. And the house where I live, uh, we have an Eero with 298 megabits down, and it's an Eero, so it's all throughout the house. And probably, I use it a lot, and probably four times a day, I still get, I'll tap you when I'm ready. Hmm. So that means that's what that's what it says when for whatever reason yeah it doesn't it's not this in the stack it's not getting it and I'm just imagining what John Roderick is like somewhere he's like sitting in a red lobster trying to yell at his watch. he's one of those people where even if things work perfectly it's not quite right I know and for things I, to I go bad to say that ugh, it's just gonna not it's not gonna be good I I hope he sticks with it and gives it a chance but like so he's tra- um, he got you're saying he got the Apple Watch with the uh, with the um, cellular service and he's mm-hmm. using it in as an attempt to not have a watch I mean not have a phone with him at all he's going going alone into the world with just the watch on yeah I'll do a thing I don't normally do which is I will put in well basically if you go back and listen to last week's episode mm-hmm. you can you yeah, can put hear it in, the, talking in, about, in the show notes well, that's alright no, his phrase the phrase that he used was that he's so tired of carrying the internet around with him mm. which I, I totally know that feeling so he wanted a way like to Atlas. be reachable and yeah exactly Prometheus with the liver pecking. Sort of Damocles. Liver pecking. Um, <laughs> I don't have a rhyme for that. No. It's early. Um, um, and so that's what he wanted to try. And I was like, mm, I don't know if that's really so much going to work. You might want to try and accomplish all of that with screen time. You know, try and like shut off access to Twitter if that's the thing that's bugging you and yeah. just carry your phone. But I'm interested to see how it turns out. But I don't know. I, I would just say to all the kids out there, Unless or until you are comfortable using Siri for better or for worse for its goods and its ills. Unless or until you are comfortable with Siri as it is today, the Apple Watch is not going to be surpassingly super useful. It's nice as a dashboard to do stuff, Mm -hmm. 
But there's a lot of people who don't know or because it's hard to tell. It's hard to learn what you can do with Siri. You know, you can open any app on your watch with your voice. I, I bet there's a lot of people who still either don't know that or don't use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now with the new Siri stuff, like there's Marco, like inside of Overcast, Marco has like posted the entire codex for like all the stuff that you can say to do stuff with Overcast now. But I mean, there's so much subtlety. I mean, is this too boring? No, this is very interesting. I mean, for example, you can say, hey, dingus. Something actually, my, my biggest recommendation to John yesterday after recorded, we recorded, I was like, listen, here's, you're going to be driven nuts by what you can't do on your watch. I, I feel like no matter who you are, week one, you use your watch. I can pretty much promise you will run into times where you're very frustrated by what you can't do, especially right now. I said, here's the thing to learn that changed my life. I know all you listeners know this, but with Siri, whether it's on a watch or iPhone, but especially, you know, if you're having trouble posting something, <laughs> let's say you can't post a PDF with your watch. So it's, so you say, Hey, dingus, remind me to post the PDF when I arrive at the house in two hours. Because mm. cause just to remind everybody, what that does is that creates a reminder that in two hours, no matter where you are, you'll be reminded of it. Right. But should you arrive home in less than two hours, you get the ding. And I'll remind you to do that. Plus now it's in your reminders, it's in your system. And that, that can be a nice way to do that. But I mean, so you have to learn to say, then you, you get into saying stuff like, uh, the differences in nomenclature for how you would say, remind me to do this. Do you want it to go on a certain reminders list? Or do you want to say like, uh, add, um, add pasta to my grocery list? Well, I think that creates a new item in notes, right? Or note that I spent $5, like the right. example. Right. But you, you really have to learn how the system thinks if you want to use it. Otherwise, you're not really, you know, fully utilizing it. That's all I had to say about that. Okay. Well, I, uh, <sighs> there's something I've been looking at and I'm curious about uh, for n- maybe for me, but for other people, because a, a couple of people have come to me and that the usual, whenever some, Apple comes out with something new, they ask me about it. And I said that by all accounts and everyone that I've talked to, the new Apple watch seems to be the, the best one they've ever done by, by no small measure. It's a much bigger jump than the last two have been. And that if you've wanted an Apple watch, it seems like now is the time to get one. But I've also had some people point out to me and said, well, if, if what you're really looking for is just sort of like a fitness tracking thing, they have talked to me about something new that Fitbit has come out with call, or is about to come out with it. I guess mm-hmm. it, it ships in about a week called the oh, Fitbit smart Charge right? 3 is what it's okay. called. I, and I know that you've had... I, um, I have a Charge 2 on my wrist right now. Okay. And so I wanted to ask you if, you know, wh- I don't think anyone's seen the Charge 3 in person yet, a regular people. Uh, and it says, I'm looking at the page right now, and it says uh, pre-order ships within one week. So it's not officially out yet. But I'll send you a link to this in case you haven't seen it. Uh, I was just curious what what you thought, knowing about your Charge 2... How does that kind of fit into this? Is it, it, does it get anywhere close to what the Apple Watch can do from the standpoint of like fit? Because I'm, I'm looking at what mm-hmm. the Charge 3 says that it can do. You know, it talks about getting a 24-7 heart rate, all-day calorie burn, um, goal-based exercise modes. It does sleep tracking and stages, seven-day battery life. It has uh, automatic exercise recognition. It's swim-proof. It measures your cardio fitness levels. If you're... Um, 
you know, I think it can, it can track, um, yeah, real time pace and distance, obviously activity tracking all day, resting heart rate. It does smartphone notifications. If you want that, there's some apps for it. Apparently you can customize the clock face, Interesting. female health tracking, uh, lots of different bands you can pick. So huh. I was just kind of curious if, if you had any comments about your charge two or what the charge three might have as an alternative for people who maybe want to spend 150 bucks instead of, you know, more, a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I I do tend to notice, uh, I, I'm not, not a, I, I'm unlike you. I'm not super interested in mechanical watches. I I get why people are, but I do kind of notice if somebody has a smartwatch on, I tend to notice it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like there, I see Apple watches, I see Fitbits and I see something square that I assume is Android related. Mm. Um, but I do see a ton of Fitbits. Yeah. Um, and so I, I know that people like them. Um, I mean, you don't have to just be price sensitive to want something like what a Fitbit offers. Cause it offers really quite a lot. I still feel like it's probably a little bit costly for what you get. Um, given how relatively undurable they are, they do not respond well to water. Like even like washing the dishes water, you got to be kind of careful. See, that that's that seems like bad advertising because there sa- says right on this page. Well, I don't know. I don't ha- I don't have a charge three. Oh, I've you had, think the charge three is going to be better? I, I don't. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I've I've had to replace. I don't think I've ever had a Fitbit last a year. Really? They, yeah. I mean, I've, we've had two in our household that died from water, mm-hmm. but most of them just fall apart. Like the the band just like dies eventually. Um, I mean, I th- I think. I think if you don't, I'm going to put this, I don't want to make the benchmark be the Apple watch. The Apple watches should not be the benchmark because that sounds silly to say like, Oh yeah, we'll just go spend, you know, $700 or whatever. <laughs> it's not that. I mean, people want, people want step tracking. Like it's, it's cool. I, I assume people want sleep watching. I don't know how many people do, do the sleep monitoring yeah, stuff, Yeah, but I know I, I think they're good. I wish they were more durable. I think what they've been trying to do in the last year is they've gotten, if, I, I haven't followed their progress, Fitbit's, progress super closely but i i know that i've heard that a lot of their market got eaten into by apple watch oh, i'm positive it did yeah yeah because it does every every most things e- that everything that does. fits on a wrist has gotten its lunch eaten by the apple watch no matter whether that's right. rolex or fitbit or what or even just a bracelet you know, like, almost what, what iPhones have done to, to cameras, you know, they've yeah. Sherlocked cameras in some ways where you can still get a, a DSLR that's way better than an iPhone, but now you're carrying a, uh, a, a big camera around with yeah. you. And like what you can get with an iPhone 10, the photos you get are pretty great. You know, I, and that's a wonderful point in that, that, you know, DSLRs are for professional photographers and pretty much everybody else can do pretty great with a modern iPhone or a, even a modern Android phone. When I was using that Pixel 2 XL, the camera was great on that. And the new ones have smart HDR that is yeah. bananas. Yeah. So, well, um, this thing for the record, whatever this means, no one has one to say about it. And certainly no one's had one for a year, but it says swim proof Fitbit charge three is water resistant to 50 meters automatically cool. tracks your swims and can be worn in the pool or shower. And if they say that it's swim proof, there's apparently there is something when it comes to watches and being water resistant, that it's different to say, here is just a watch and we're just going to submerge it as opposed to well, like you were saying, washing dishes with it or taking it in the shower or sw- actually swimming with it because mm-hmm. you're generating Maybe it's hundreds, maybe it's thousands, I don't know, but a, a tremendous more amount of force 
and uh, and churn of the water when you're swimming with something. Well, you're under it's it's it is underwater. Right. So every single vulnerability on that device is being assailed. Yes. On all sides with pressure. Yes. So I mean that's understandably a difference. But the the the, the classic terrible example back on the nearly maybe even original Fitbit, the Fitbit that had just this weird little like. The original the Fitbit piece that, we had that fit in the yeah the bean it was a little it was a little bean that you put into this little like fabric sleeve. It was real janky, and I remember specifically my wife was getting um, when our daughter was a baby was getting her bath ready and basically stuck her arm in the water to check the temperature, and that killed the Fitbit. Oh no! But you know we you know we'd been warned. What I was going to say was that as Fitbit has struggled to keep up with competitors, they have gone a little hard into the smartwatch market in the last year or two. So I think this is probably meant to be somewhere between their banner smartwatch like full-on smartwatch and the more classic you know uh, evolution of the fitbit so yeah I, i'm i'm keen to try it out but it but it is it is funny now that the i've been asking myself do i really need to wear this fitbit as well as the apple watch and the truth is most of the data that i get that i need or want i'm really getting from the watch the apple watch now mm-hmm. i'm a ted cruz weirdo like i've got i've got i'm wearing both but I, yeah, I would say, you know, you could try it out if you don't need or want all the uh, bells and whistles of an Apple Watch. Um, yeah, I mean, Fitbit, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the things, I haven't tried that many other things, so I don't know. But I, this looks like a pretty good product. What if there's any reviews out yet? Yeah, like uh, like video reviews, people with the early, I don't know, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Um, my daughter has my old Charge 2. Um, I have the new charge too, mm-hmm. and I, because she needed a watch for school and she loves it. And it's kind of cool because when, with when her phone's in her backpack, she's not allowed to use her phone at school, but you can get notifications, uh, text notifications from your phone on your watch, on your, uh, Fitbit. It's kind of cool. That is cool. It's not super necessary, but it's kind of cool. Um, Fitbit charge. Okay, here we go. Tech, what tech radar? Is that a thing? Yeah. Tech radar. Sounds cool. CNET, CNET chart. Okay. CNET. All right. All right, um, I will add some of these reviews to uh, notes. Do you uh, maybe want to tell me about uh, another thing you like? Yeah, you know what? I would like to tell you about Linode. Linode! Have you heard of Linode? I've heard of Linode. You can spin up a server with your distro, and it hardly takes, takes any time at <laughs> That's all. That's right. We I use Linode for everything on 5x5 and also all of the uh, all of the infrastructure for Fireside as well uh, in 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 addition to like S3 and everything else, but like all of our servers, databases, everything, it all lives on, uh, all lives on Linode over there at Fireside. And it is, it is such a wonderful service. It's, it's hard to believe what they can do these days. If you're used to the old days of like saying, well, I, I, I need to host something or I want a server. It usually meant human beings would have to go into a data center and like build or take one of the servers that were built and rack it up and plug it in and provision it. None of that's necessary anymore. What Lino does is all uh, with what, what they used to talk about as a VPS. And now it it's mainly because of, of Linode and companies that to be honest, have copied them. It's, incredibly easy now because it's all running in virtualized space. So they have uh, Linux servers that have SSD drives in them. So they're incredibly fast, but they live in a data center. And the way that it works is you get to pick exactly the kind of server that you want. You can start with something as low as one one gig of RAM for five bucks a month. 
uh, or you can go way up to these high memory plans that start at 16 gigs, depending on what you need. And you can get a server up and running in under a minute. And that's a completely provisioned server, just the way that you want it with the distribution of Linux that you most prefer uh, running on a native SSD storage with a 40 gigabit network and Tele5 processors. They've got data centers. Let me see. Let me look at the, their list. They've got Newark, Fremont, Dallas, Atlanta, Frankfurt, London, Singapore. And, um, and they've got block storage in all these spaces too. And they're just going to be releasing that in their Tokyo data center. Block storage is storage that grows on demand. So if you've got customers or people uploading stuff and you're worried that you're going to run out of space, you don't have to worry. You use block storage. It grows on demand. It grows as you need it. And they're thinking about everything. They've got an awesome, uh, manager app that lets you log in and, and manage everything right from a website. And they even have these cool utilities so that like if you're trying to connect to your machine and something weird happened, you did something strange and you you can't connect to it remotely, they have a console right there in the website that is like directly plugged into the machine. They can do everything, reboot it, boot it, resize it, expand it, backups, everything. They even have a RESTful API version 4 out now so that you can programmatically provision new stuff from your own application or command center. It's very, very cool. And, uh, and you know what they're hiring to it's at Linode, L I N O D E Linode.com slash back to work. If you go there, you'll get a $20 credit and use the promo code back to work 2018. That's the promo code to get you that 20 bucks, but just visiting Linode.com slash back to work sets you up for that. And uh, lets them know that you are listening. And again, I've been a Linode customer for so many years, way before they were sponsors. I love them. I think they do great work. They have awesome support. I can't say enough good things about them on a personal level. And they're who I use. So go check them out. Linode.com slash back to work. Thanks, Linode. Bok, bok. Love them. Love them. You know, I had uh, Do Not Disturb on, so I did not see your your note. You tried bear. I tried a bear. People love a bear. I, there's a lot of buzz about a bear. I tried it. A friend of mine who does uh, software development with me on Fireside, um, I, he sent a screenshot of him doing stuff, including the bear taking up a big portion of his screen. And I said, <clears throat> I think Merlin told me about bear, but I can't remember anymore. And it turned out I had it on my computer. So I said, Merlin must have told me about bear. Could have been me. And I I still use just the straight up NV alt. I know we talked in the past about other uh Oh, that's why you were asking me about that. Yeah. And okay. um, you were asking me if I still use TextMate. Yeah. And it, you know, it seems like it seems like Bear is a nice solution, but the big complaint that I have about it is data portability. I'm sure you can export things out of Bear. Uh in fact, I know you can export things out of Bear, but that's not what I want. So Bear is one of these uh, text editors slash management applications that runs on the Mac that allows you to create lots of different notes or text documents and you can do cool things in them like Markdown and other things like that. And uh, to find them, it's very easy to find the notes and the documents that you've created. Very similar. It's a lot, well, it's a lot like, yeah, I was going to say, go ahead. Go, no, please It's, go. A, it's a lot like NVL yeah. in that sense. But it also is um, more graphical. Yes. Like it, it handles more formatty stuff and the markdown looks like formatted stuff. Yes. 
And I think you can also can you like also like pull in stuff like PDFs? I feel like Alex Cox uh, uses I, this. I'm pretty sure that you can. And the other yeah. thing that you can do that's kind of interesting about it is um, you can paste things into it, like the way that Evernote worked. And so for me, this feels it feels more like an Evernote replacement or update than an envy alt alternative but the problem for me is still oh, that yeah. you you know because of these cool uh things that that you can do with it um you can't really get uh get that out of it easily and so for me i'm sticking sticking with envy alt but yeah. you know this is a, an interesting alternative for people i'll put it into the show notes the um, people who like it really 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 like it yeah, and it's it is beautiful, and it does have the oh, and my my I think the reason why he had sent me the screenshot was because he is using dark mode and he is loving dark mode and just wanted pull to pull it up. I haven't used it in a dog's age, but here I'll put it into the show notes. Show notes can be found at five by five tv slash b as in bear two as in the number w as in windows slash three nine four. Yeah, it's 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 pretty, and um, and you can pick different fonts, and the fonts look it's got nice. The tags and yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah, a yeah. there's an app for your phone. I mean, for your watch, so and for your phone. I, I like the. I, I say this as a compliment, with respect. I love the plainness of Envy Alt. It's so plain. Mm-hmm. It's I I I really I really feel like I'm just looking at the naked text. Yeah. You know? um, there are other things you, I could, if I needed to see like how many spaces there are at the end of the line and stuff like that, I could be using Vim probably, or I could have yeah. using again, TextMate or any of those. I just sent you a screen grab. I'm still using TextMate. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> um, but um, I, I, I do see the appeal and it, it is, it is very pretty. It's like, there must be bear on iOS too. There is. Oh no, there is. It's it's all it's all there. It's uh, I bought it. Everywhere. I bought the like subscription and everything. I just it didn't take. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Me. Didn't. Once I found out that you couldn't export. Now, if you know if that's not an issue for you, who cares? It's, you're doing fine. And yeah, I still use TextMate for almost everything. I just spent. You know, periodically, I like to see what else is out there. So oh, absolutely. Last week, I, w- I, s- I wouldn't discourage people from trying it. It's it, it is it's real pretty and real easy to use. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I there are people who like run their life with it. And that last week, I was also experimenting and spending time with Sublime again and Adam oh, again wow. as text editors. And mm-hmm. um, gosh, I love Adam. There's so much. Is it fast? Is Adam pretty fast? No, that's the problem is, you know, at least not on. Uh, at least not on my computer, which is a relatively new MacBook Pro. It is just not, it is not fast. It feels sluggish and heavy. And the reason, my understanding is, the reason for that is because it uses some kind of, like, what is it called? I don't even know what it's called, but it's something that allowed them to build the app in a cross-platform way. So it's, I was going to guess, I was like, not Java, but not unlike Java. Yes, exactly. Like and using Eclipse or something like that. Yes. And so whatever it is, it it's slower because of that. And it's mm-hmm. to the point where I do kind of notice it. Um, I'm pretty tolerant of things like that, but it, it just really feels a bit slower for me. Sublime does not have that problem. But I, you know, one of the things that developers love about Sublime 
is that you can edit the preferences file because it's an actual file in just JSON format. It's just a plist. Yeah, right? and you oh, can, JSON. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. But I remember that driving me crazy. I was like, I where are they going to add an actual preference pane to this? I, this write en- I write enough code. I don't. Anyway, that's not what put me off of it. <laughs> I don't want to make my own shoots. Yeah, I know. And but I find you know, like I go back into TextMate. I'm like, wow, this thing is fast and it works exactly the way I want. And I'm not. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. So I'm just staying with TextMate. Now you're on one. I'm I'm using version two uh and have been for a while, but you know, it's release candidate it's been release candidate ten for years and, and I don't know I mean I assume people are still working on it because updates do come out for it, but I don't oh, know. I, I would be I happy to pay them more money to get the a newer, better version of it to come out. But I don't really know what it's missing. So maybe I don't need a newer better version. I one this is the dumbest reason in the world. I could probably make this myself. I imagine there's probably a Brett Terpstra service for this somewhere, but the thing that I love is control command arrow up and down to move lines. Yeah. And TextMate, I have however I got it, however I arrived at that. You have that, it that now. Works in TextMate. I wish I had it in Envialt, because I do that all the time. Um I should I I mean I've got I think I've got all the like Brett stuff installed. I should find out. Hmm. Hey, if anybody out there knows, is there an easy service uh, that I could install that would let me move lines up and down in text files? That's all he Get wants to the, do. Uh, Twitter. It seems it seems so simple. No, it's probably out there. Like I say, I'm sh- I could probably even do it myself, but I don't want to. I'm not going to make my own shoes. That's not. I'm going to use about. that. That's pretty good. I'm going to use that. Use that. Sure. I can make my own shoes. Do the same thing. I need a reason. Yeah, I need a reason. <clears throat> Call first. Mm-hmm. So early. Um, I think I might have one more thing. Did you, you, you've told me about everything. Everything you like, right? I like. Yeah. Uh, did you find out more information? We closed last week with wondering what the deal was with Chrome and Chrome making you sort of sign into Chrome to do stuff. Yes. Yes. Did I see that? That's kind of resolved in an upcoming yes. release. Yes. Uh, whatever the current. Tell me what you know about this. Well, the current version of Chrome that's out now, and they as of as of the recording. <clears throat> um, I believe I have the latest. I'm looking at it. It's version 69.0.3497.100. I don't think that there's anything new, but apparently the new... I've got 70.0.35. Okay, so so you may have the one because apparently in version 70, um, they were removing that requirement. and, uh, And so... You you may have already gotten that thing removed, and I'm going to update. What should mine. I be looking for? Googling for Googling for Google Chrome on Google. Google Chrome sign in. Yeah, what should I be looking? I think it for? was the version 70 that they are Turn sync removed on it from. Off? Logging in automatically. Logging in. Yeah, how to turn off auto sign in? Yeah, oh, it's life hacker. Of course, Look at that. All right, I'll put it in notes. Your old haunt. That's right. You know what's a great hack is if you're going to wash dishes, you should soak them in water. Mm, that uh-huh. loosens the uh, loose. Lo- what have it. it? It gets it loosened. <laughs> uh, I don't have too much else. We could you go said back you had and, one uh, more thing. Did I? Was it the Chrome? OmniFocus. That was probably it. My pants. My pants are less wet now. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I could go find a, a something from our, our listeners. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's you uh, do that. B2W run X listener questions. Okay. Let's see. 
we did listen. Do we already do listener Phil and his middlingly successful side project? I feel like we already did that. I don't know. Oh no! See, it's all the sad ones. I, all that's left is the sad ones. Oh wait, this is okay. Here's there was one. a new one. I thought that just came in. All right, let me go look. <laughs> Dan, I can't even is tell this the show. <laughs> I can't even tell what people are. I, I'm so confused about what people want me to do sometimes. Yeah. Like it used to be so clear. It used to be so easy in the, in the, in the before times people would just be douchebags asking to be on the podcast or wanting their, or wanting those have really to, cut way back. Well, for now, mm-hmm. what Sean, tell, tell me, uh, tell me the subject line of which searching one by email. The one, the one you thought just came in. Uh, well, it came in, uh, two, two days ago. The subject line is back to work. Episode three, nine, three. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. You want to do that? Uh, I mean, we we could. It's interesting. I think. Why don't you um, Why don't you read it? All tell, right. Tell us, tell us uh, what you like about this. Merlin this is and, uh, listener. Listener Alex. Alex. Uh, Merlin and Dan. I'm I'm halfway through back to work 393, and I want to express a different take on why Apple is designing things the way they do. It may be less about some grand vision of the future, which is my proposition. Or, proposal as to why they're doing it uh, and more about how much money can be stuffed in a 747 as expressed by the average sales price per cubic inch or ASP per inch cubed I recently killed my aluminum keyboard and brought a, uh, bought a magic keyboard to replace it first thoughts after getting it were that it was light and that the bluetooth paired really well and though I'm not a heavy keyboard user I didn't like the key I really didn't like the key switches but it was a bit of synchronicity that put me on the path of this realization. I found the box of the aluminum keyboard where I was going to store the box of the new one, and the new one is appreciably smaller, about a quarter inch less deep, a quarter inch narrower, seven-eighths shorter. Not a lot overall, but it got me thinking. What if that's part of the reason for Apple's design choices about what products they pursue? A plane full of iPhone SEs is worth oh. a lot less than a plane full of iPhone Ten. Hence the ASP per cubic inch. Right. I and, see. and how much do they save on shipping by excluding the power cord that used to come with every power supply? I can see mm-hmm. why spread across a shipping container, those fractions of an inch and those ounces could add up. Lose the lit up Apple logo and some ports, throw in a butterfly keyboard, and you can fit an extra million dollars or more in computers per flight, which is mm. all well and good as long as it doesn't affect sales or customer satisfaction, which he abbreviates as SAT. But this is where I become that guy about Steve Jobs. I think he liked the light up Apple logo and would have fought for it. Rant about MagSafe deleted. It It sort of explains the timing of the 10R too. If you're going to be selling all of the phones you can ship, maybe it's better to delay the cheap phone until initial demand for the expensive ones is filled. Or maybe they don't know which to release first, given that this is the second year of doing something like this. And last year it was cheaper phone first. Whatever calculus goes into product planning, it seems clear that the cost availability of shipping there's a finite number of planes that can fly out of Foxconn International in any one day as an effect. So when running into the holiday shipping season where every plane is booked, the ASP per cubic inch is probably part of the equation. I'm guessing that the ASP per inch cubed for the watch is close to that of the iPhone or close enough. Wait, am I saying cubed or squared? What's the I little three? Cu- three is cubed. Cu- oh, so I got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, squared squared would be area, cube yeah, would be area. volume. So, uh, or close enough, given that it needs to be out for Christmas, and then the iPad, da 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 da. Um, it also explains why you're probably not going to see new iMacs in volume, and definitely not a mini. Rant about mini deleted until after the holidays when shipping rates go down. Alex, listener, Alex, 
And this is nothing I'd ever in a million years would have thought about as far as why they're doing stuff like that. Who knows? I, I think the, it's possible, right? The really possible, intriguing right? part is the flying out of China. Right, angle. right. Because let's look at a couple of things we know. Um, things that are interesting, little uh, index cards about companies. Um, it is said that the thing that Ikea revolutionized was flat packing. That above all, they found a way to make inexpensive furniture and home furnishings that packed really small, which meant that they, they shipped well, they sat on shelves well, mm-hmm. and they were, they were easy enough to put in a cart. Like the, it really benefited them that they could figure out how to make a Billy bookcase fit in something this size. The other thing you hear about, like, why does Amazon send you those incredibly, this is, now it gets bananas because you know, you know this story. Why do you get things from Amazon that are in an improbably large or long box for something that's very small? supposedly the reason for that is that they are able to dynamic. I don't know if this is true. This sounds like a conspiracy theory, but supposedly the reason you get a spatula in a box the size of a microphone stand, <laughs> right? Why is that paper in it? Supposedly yeah. that is because they are able to sounds insane. Dynamically choose the box for your item based on other items that will be going out on the same truck. For really so this is more yeah. about how things will stack in a truck that's going to be fully loaded with other stuff i that's what i've heard i, huh. I mean i don't have any evidence that that's exactly true but you think about it this way if you were amazon and you were not so that's the, the galaxy brain version is yeah that's why there's a spatula in a seven foot long box la 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 that because like yeah well if you had any sense you put it in a tiny box that's you know normal big brain right but maybe there's something they know that we don't know about how that all fits together. All, all I'm saying is that, like, it's not, it's certainly, I have a third one. Like, the, the idea that IKEA revolutionized or was, by leveraging the revolution of flat packing, was able to do the stuff that they do. Amazon, is, it's all about fulfillment with Amazon. Yeah. And everything that they're doing with all that information, yes, is to sell you more stuff, but it's also to know what stuff to sell you. I'm frequently shocked with what I can get same-day delivery from Amazon Prime now. Like they know something about me or people like me. Mm-hmm. They know to at least have one or two of this kind of obscure thing in stock. Yeah. And it's somewhere on third street in San Francisco is a very large warehouse with some crazy stuff in it. Um, but then the third one, and this is a very Tim cook kind of thing. He talked about customer sat. Another very Tim cook thing I think would be, I believe this is a retail stat. This is more of a Ben Thompson kind of thing, but um, there's the, it's basically like uh, what is it, like profit per square foot. And, you know, so you look at something like an Apple store and like for, for the number of square feet that that place takes up and, and there I am talking about area, what is, so they sell this much stuff every year and they have this many square feet. What is that number? And the more supposedly, again, the more that you can improve that number that you're, the better you're going to do. Where do you see this played out in spades? Go to your supermarket. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, uh, we'd go to Albertsons. I bought most of my Beatles albums at a grocery store. Really? When I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, back in Florida, Albertsons sold out al- uh, albums. It was, you know, like whatever, eight sixty nine, seven sixty nine. You could go and buy an album. You could buy. Do you remember when you were a kid and going to like like Publix or Winn Dixie? They would sell. They, so they would have all the grocery stuff. They'd have grocery stuff on the end caps, and then let's say atop the frozen section. Remember, they had coolers. And they had lawn chairs. You could buy lawn chairs. Well, you now today, get anything. Get your fishing tackle at Winn Dixie. 
you could go and just look at those lures. Yeah, look at just, the lures just, and, just look, and at, look at the lures. Make look a little lures, uh, you know grappling hook out of the lures and some. some and twine. if you don't like it, you can go live with your father. That's <laughs> right. Should I do it? You should do it. Do and it, if so. you don't like it, you can go live with your father. <laughs> <laughs> little uh, little windows. And what I had always heard was, well, I'm kind of going somewhere with this, but not really. I had always heard that this is, this is the challenge of the grocery store, is that the margins are crazy thin. Selling stuff like a bag of flour, the margins on that are not good. The, think about the shipping costs for like, uh, you know, before it was revolutionized by Walmart. The idea of having a gallon jar of pickles that you're going to get for $5. Like, there's going to be some serious scale to what you do to make that profitable. So now, go to the grocery store. I don't know about yours, but when you go to our Safeway, that I despise, mm. and you walk in the front door, and all the carts are stored outside. Interesting. Mm. to safe space. Mm-hmm. You go inside. What's the first thing you see? The first end cap, like by the liquor section, you know, the first end cap, gift cards. Because mm. what could conceivably be more profitable yeah than a piece of per, paper for eight dollars it's a piece of plastic for yeah. whatever even if they're making a nickel off of that they're making a lot of nickels <laughs> off know. of that and and supposedly they're just constantly on the one hand you've got stuff like okay you know you're gonna have to make a deal if you're procter and gamble you cut a deal with this chain of grocery stores and you agree to have your stuff on this end cap or you agree to have your stuff, you know, in this middle shelf. The generic stuff is frequently on a lower shelf. They know the psychology of all of this stuff. I guess what I'm trying to get back to, and it's really a question more than a comment, is, you know, hey, you know, does this explain, asks listener Alex, does this explain why devices are getting smaller or more importantly, to our point, are they becoming less capable? Do you think, Dan, that it is about shipment, storage, sales? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think what Apple does is it looks at everything. They're looking mm-hmm. at this kind of stuff, which, you know, Tim Cook is the supply chain guru, right? That, he's or, the operations guy. He's That's the operations guy. He's always going to be the operations guy. And so if they can say, well... You know, it's not simple enough to say, well, the reason that we're not including, you know, this size charger with these is just because of space, but it certainly has to be part of it, right? It, it There's other costs associated with producing a bigger charger and that takes away from their margin. And Apple wants to squeeze, if you think of Apple's goal, and that's why I think what Alex says makes sense to me. If you think that Apple is trying to, with, with their product, Production guy at the top, Apple's goal is to squeeze every single penny that they can. Because at their scale, it all matters. That's right. You would say, oh, well, you know, it only costs, it only costs 0.013 cents, you know, to do it this way. But if we do it this other way, we'll save it. In a giant Excel and model. It's all he does is looks like Excel all day. Changing the gauge of cardboard on this box could have ramifications in probably into the, certainly the thousands or millions of dollars right at that scale you know like like with fireside i limit the upload size to 100 megs um because we don't limit how many people how, how many uploads you can have how many episodes you can upload in a time period and upload as many as you want we don't mm-hmm. worry let you you know it doesn't matter how many downloads you get and one of the one of the ways that I can mitigate that from going completely crazy is by saying, well, yeah, you know what? You need a hundred meg file, but like most of these episodes of back to work 
come in at like 30 meg 40 meg so really yeah so a hundred's plenty for pretty much anything I've rarely had an episode in mono at whatever I run it at go over like 80. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and that, that you're probably doing it at 96 K or higher and still a hundred plenty of space for that. And one, you know, once every couple months, someone will say, can I upload something bigger? And I said, no. And, and if you look, even at Apple has a nice recommendation page where they say, you know, the, the max that they really recommend you should do would be 80 KB per second. I know people do 90 or 96 and it sounds fine. Um, 64, I think for spoken word, you might hear a few artifacts now and then, but it generally speaking is okay. And you're going to get a nice small file size out of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you don't need to have these huge files. So that's one of the ways that I limit it. And people would say, why don't you just let us upload any size? If I were to say to everyone, oh, now it can be 120. Well, that might cost a thousand dollars a month more. It might cost more than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so, up. It adds up like, on, like I always like I'm always saying to John Roderick, every dollar's made of dimes. That's right, but I think it, it's a scale that we can't really appreciate and we can't really imagine oh, what's absolutely. involved in 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 the kind of scale that Apple's working at. I have I don't even think there's a way for us to get an idea of how you know that the difference in cost over that cable. You'd be like, ah, what does it cost them a dollar? Well, mm-hmm. right, but that's billions or hundreds of millions of dollars there over time. So anyway, thanks, Alex, for the email. I never heard that angle, though, of thinking about it. And I, I think the, the crux of what he's saying that I find so interesting and a little wackadoo is the idea that it's how many can you fit on a plane. I never, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of it that way. They sure could make those boxes smaller, mm-hmm. like less tall. But who so knows? Tall? Maybe they have their reasons for making it the way that they do that has to do with other parts of the production line, like when it goes into the box and like, who knows? It's an interesting idea. I'm going to think about it. Are you going to have lunch? Yeah, I'm ready to eat now. Do you know what you're going to have for lunch? No, I'm still trying to figure that out. Back of my mind. If I have lunch and then take a nap, I am faux shizzle not going to hit that plane. She thought it was dead. I know. Not a terrible feeling? Think your spouse is dead? Well, that's that's what I think the instant. If I, if I text anyone and mm-hmm. they don't respond within 30 oh, seconds, yeah. I, my first thought is, how did they die? They're either very angry at you or dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, that's how that's my life. Usually, that's my life. usually, I think dead could be both. Oh, Maybe that would be the worst. They're, they're, they're dead, so... and they're they died angry at you. The corner, the Quincy gets in there. He's like, I can't believe this, Sam. He was so angry that he died. <laughs> what kind of a doctor was this, Sam? <laughs> Half of the screwdriver was broken off inside the punk rocker. <laughs> what happened here, Sam? <laughs> they're selling stimulants to children, Sam. Hmm. <laughs> I used to watch Quincy every afternoon. Uh, Every afternoon. Quincy. I was a lonely, roly-poly boy watching Quincy. Newport Richie. Well, I think we've done it yet again. I'll be better prepared next week, but my pants are dry and I'm feeling good. You were cutting it close. Usually before the show, mm-hmm. I'll, get a, uh, I'll get a text from you and, and you'll usually be saying... I don't have anything this week, but and that's then you'll so lame. then you'll it's roll so lame up for with me to great, say that. But you'll have a you'll have a ton of stuff, and it'll be great. And say, so I've just learned to ignore ignore yes. that comment me. because ignore me. No, just assume I, I'm dead or angry. I, I just ignore, <laughs> I just ignore the comment because you always have good stuff. You're so sweet, but well, uh, but so so I didn't hear from you, and I yeah, thought, well, well I'll text him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was very disturbed. I Are thought you, you were dead. Voicemail, voicemail. <laughs> 
right. Now I'll know you're not dead. You're just sleeping, which is almost the same thing. Assume that I. Yeah, I'm only sleeping. All right. Let's button this up. I love you. I love you too, Merlin. Man.